Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Thursday the 4th of June. The purpose of this bulletin is simple, to state, I'm trying to keep you addressed of what's sticking out as unexpectedly good or bad in the data from the world's major economies. Today's data included five surprises and five shocks, which continues the general trend towards economic data either stabilising or, at worst, coming in only predictably bad. And that's an improvement. Coldwater's Global Shocks and Surprises Indexes rose a further five basis points to minus 0.03, finally within touching distance of statistical normality for the first time since the beginning of April. The indexes for both the US and Europe are recovering but still negative, whilst in Asia the index is solidly positive. Let's start with the US, which generated four surprises and two shocks. I'm going to start with a surprise in a signal which is usually overlooked. Heavy truck sales have been reliable early indicators for the last four recessions. Each time, sales of heavy trucks have started to fall significantly roughly a year before the onset of recession. This time, sales peaked in September last year and fell sharply throughout the rest of the year well before coronavirus came along. That suggested we should be on recession alert for late 2020, early 2021. Now, coronavirus has obviously accelerated that sharply, with sales down 15.7% month-on-month in March and a further 9.1% in April. However, in May, they made up some ground, rising 5.9% month-on-month. Now, this rise was completely unexpected, so genuinely good news. But there's still a long way to go, since sales were still down 33% from May 2019. So this indicator will repay continued close attention, which we will be giving it. There was a related surprise in vehicle sales, which recovered 40% month-on-month following very sharp falls in March and April, with sedans up 34.1% and pickups up 41.7%. The second surprise I'm looking at looks unlikely. April's exports fell 20.5% month-on-month, which sounds awful, but an earlier estimate had already told us that goods exports were down 25.2%, so this, this was actually significantly better than expected. In fact, service exports fell only 10.7% month on month, which was a much milder retreat than expected given the lockdown on international movement. But although transport exports were down 46.5% month-on-month, travel exports down 43.7%, most other services exports were affected only marginally. And one, exports of maintenance and repair services, actually rose 2.7%. So overall, that export number was slightly stronger than expected. The shocks came from labour markets and their accounts of weekly jobless insurance claims. New claims rose um, 1.877 million, which, although this was down 249,000 from the previous week, is still slightly higher than expected. New claims continue to moderate, in other words, but the improvement is perhaps slowing now. At the same time, continuing claims rose a further 649,000 on the week to 21.487 million, with the overall insured unemployed rate 
up another 50 basis points to 14.8%. And in some states, it's much higher. Nevada, you're looking at 24.9%. Maine, 22.9%. Michigan, 22.9%. Over to Asia, where the main action came from Australia's trade data. Now, this is usually watched less for its indication of Australia's economic health, but rather to track demand for industrial commodity exports and industrial commodity demand from its buyers. In the event, April's exports fell 6.5% in Aussie dollar terms, which was 2.1 standard deviations below historic seasonal trends. Nevertheless, this wasn't quite as depressing as it may seem, since it was services which collapsed, down 27.1%, whilst goods exports fell only 1.1%. And among commodities, there was still good demand for copper ore, up 23.1%, and iron ore, 12.5%. While the falls came in petroleum, down 40.1%, that's the price impact for you, and coal, which fell 10.2%. As for its customers, there was good demand still from the US, where exports to the US actually were up 113% year-on-year, from the Eurozone, up 67.2%, and crucially also from China, plus 6.2%, but Japan was down 1.3%, ASEAN down 6.9%. Over in Europe, the economic day was of course dominated by the ECB's decision to add a further 600 billion euros to its pandemic emergency purchase program, taking the total to 1.35 trillion, with the program to go harder for longer until, who knows, the Eurozone approaches something like economic health? Outside that, there was little. Eurozone's April retail sales volumes fell only 11.7% month-on-month, which was less bad than expected, mainly thanks to Germany, where sales fell 5.3%, while they fell 20% in France, 19.4% in Spain, and in Italy, who knows, they're not doing the surveys. In the UK, May's new car registration showed precious little sign of recovery from after April's disaster. Sales were down 89% year-on-year. Diesel's a worst hit, down 93.2%. And alternative fuel vehicles fell only 53.5%. Diesel's now account for only 17% of the market. Alternative fuel vehicles, 28% of sales. Okay, that's it. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more, please feel free to contact me on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com.